Episode 23, episode 23. Rod's coming live from the Big Steppers concert. 23 weeks consistent. Let's get it, y'all. Push these niggas off me like, push these bitches off me like, push these niggas off me like, pushing the snakes, I'm pushing the fakes, I'm pushing them all off me like, pushing them all off me like, yeah. <laughs> I be immune to shit, tucking the broom and shit, down with the zoom and shit. Know you a joke, my ass is the closer, I at the moon and shit. Know the results, the ballot is in, and I'm about to boom again. You funny, dog. Can't hide behind your money, dog. A week or two, I meditate on running loss. Swerve, 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 shake the currents off. Yeah. Push these niggas off me like Push these bitches off me like Push these niggas off me like Pushing the snakes, I'm pushing the fakes, I'm pushing them all off me like Pushing them all off me like Yeah. Head up, chest out, silence. I'm stressed out. Shh, be quiet. I'm stressed out. Stressed out. Stressed out. Stressed Welcome to episode 23 of the Just The Guys podcast. As usual, you got your usual three in the building. You got myself, Terrell. We got Rod. Yo. And we got Denzel. Yeah. As always, thank you guys for tuning in and checking us out. Uh, for the visual, like I said in the last episode, the visuals. We wearing the same shit. Rod changed his hoodie in between episodes, but this is because Rod's not going to be here next week. Yeah, so, uh, in time. That's why. <laughs> Rod's gonna be at the the Big Steppers concert. So if y'all see Rod out there, show him some love. I know we got a bunch of listeners everywhere all throughout Florida. So check him out. He's up there. He's there. Tampa, right? Tampa. He's up there. Molly Center. Uh, we're not gonna do mental health checks this episode because the fucking we're in the same week. So uh, we're just gonna jump right into it. It's gonna be a shorter episode this time around because uh, the boy the guys are tired right now. <laughs> <laughs> so we just recorded an episode this is probably like 20 minutes after the last episode so let's just jump right into it i have a question for y'all because i, I want to start off with this one if rent in gotham was 300 dollars for a three bedroom in gotham would you move there fuck no bam just asked me that shit last night fuck no i ain't moving there nigga if it was free i was not i would not live there fuck you talking about i got fucking riddler Joker, fucking uh, who else? Daredevil and all his ops. Yeah, the penguin. Fucking the hand, nigga. One of these. I'm not dealing with none of the motherfuckers. Bane, <laughs> Bane would. This man Bam said that Bane would be the least of his problems, and he's probably right. But Bane was still on the bullshit, bro. He was running the city. He was. <laughs> no, I am good. I'm not living there. 
Like, imagine going to fucking work and getting half the street fucking blown up because Joker decided he wanted to entertain Batman and have a talk with him. Bro, no, bro. That's dead as shit. I'm not living there. Oh, my God. Denzel? Uh, I'll be homeless in my city of choice. Instead. <laughs> Anywhere else. You know what? If I can bag Catwoman... I live there. I was thinking about Poison Ivy. I was like, she ain't worth it. Like a bad cat woman, I'll be there. That's a death sentence. You smash and Poison a... Ivy and get Poison Ivy on, on, on your dick and then die. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey, that's called an I'll STD. You probably wouldn't even get there, to be honest. Because you know how toxic she is. She literally is named Poison Ivy, nigga. She's toxic. I'm not doing and it. I'll, and I'll tame that plant. Batman so couldn't get Catwoman. How you gonna get Catwoman? By being, I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna get her and her, her, you know, when she doesn't have the mask off, you know, when the mask is off. I'm a bagger, and that's how I can ensure my safety. Okay, sure. That's how that works. Because she is the most. She's like what an anti-hero. Yeah, nah. She's a, she's a thief. Yeah, she'll she, take you know everything she'll do? from me. She'll, she'll throw you some kitty cat, and then afterwards, it's, your whole your whole place is robbed because she is a thief. She's a Cardi B. Uh, I work at yeah. I work at Wayne Take your Enterprise. Your credit cards, your debit card. I work at Wayne Enterprise. Fuck it, bro. So you gonna be smashing his bitch or the one that he wants on the low? He didn't Dang. want her in the movie. Dang, that's they, that dark skin energy right there. They kissed like once. He hey yo that. yo, the dark skin energy. Let's let's get away from that. Why the bad shit gotta be dark skin energy? Huh? Let's talk about that. Get, get on his ass. Cause you you do have the you have the villain look to you right now. You a villain. That shit don't make no sense. Yeah. How does how does Bro, what you about to do with that hoodie? I'm about to do you. Fuck you talking about. Yeah, pause. don't make me do you, nigga. Nah, no pause. Fuck you mean. No okay, KY Jelly. Yo boy. Right. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, why? Yeah. Okay, on the podcast, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, fuck you okay, talking about. Okay, Tyrese. I see you, Tyrese. Yo, you mean Tyrell. Tyrell. You talking to that man right there. <laughs> don't fucking Tyrell. call me that shit, bro. <laughs> What you look like right now? I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm about to cook both of y'all. Y'all both piss me off. And <laughs> uh, so, you like the the damn hamburglar right now. I'm on your shit. Man, you looking like Pinocchio. I'm on you. <laughs> you look like you in Gotham right now with that dark ass background. Oh shit! You know, shaped like a whole sharpened pencil. I'm on you. Oh, you know, rock the next fucking amendment with that shit. Oh my god! Oh shit! He said he was ready, bro. He has some defense. He said he got a strap in his arm. Fuck you, currency. Drop another mixtape with your bitch ass. Okay. All right. Okay. So look, I've discovered right. To all you motherfuckers out there that hate on people that play video games, and you bitches that hate on people that got two monitors, fuck y'all. How about that? Y'all don't have two skills. You can't you can't split up your attention span and have it in this place and this place and focus at the same fucking time. Pussy ass, bitch ass. Don't know how to use a keyboard. Never use it anywhere. But <laughs> about two monitors. Never use that shit but anywhere but a fucking school in the office. Bitch ass nigga. Don't know where the A, S, and the D are on the keyboard. Don't know how to how to control print. Don't know how to... You don't know how to do shit. How about that? Who hurt don't know you, how to use King? fucking technology. No, Who fuck that. You, know how you use TikTok. Um, the same bitches that hurt you. Fuck you mean you in that you in that field what too. The ones the ones that say, Oh yeah, he has a light up keyboard. He has two monitors and a light up keyboard. Yeah, and I bet you got two phones. Yeah, I'm on you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I bet you got <laughs> two times thirty bodies. 
Fuck you mean? <laughs> two times but 30. I only got two boyfriends. <laughs> Fuck around with you. Don't nobody want you. Only got two plan B's. Yeah. Get two two rooms. different days and two different weeks. I'm on you. Yeah, you got two <laughs> two forms of birth control. Birth control and the IUD, don't you? <laughs> Shut your bitch ass up. Fuck around with Roast. you. Anyway, so it turns out video games make you better in bed. So what you fucking pussies got to say about that one? Huh? How, how did... How- how did that? How did that correlate? Bring it honestly, down I, honestly, I don't know specifically what it is because I was watching the video and I was just like, now that I know this, I can flex. But I didn't watch the video because it's like twenty minutes long. But it's about the anatomy of the body and what it has to do is like it's with attention span and focus. We pay attention to detail because uh, like when you're playing okay. a, a video game and you play them often, you have to split up your your uh like your senses. So like for example. You know how, like, you'll be making a call out and you'll be talking to me. So in this ear, you're talking to me. In this ear, I hear the footsteps. I'm looking for the footsteps. Things are flying across the screen really fast. Like, if you're playing Call of Duty and I have to make a catch. Save is like Knockout City. I have to make the catch with the ball. Throw it this way. Another ball is coming this way. You're telling me behind me. Like, it's like just splitting attention spans. So you're supposed to pay attention and you're able to focus for a lot longer. Meaning you can last longer, too, because you have like, better control over, like, the different hemispheres in your brain. It's, like, it's really complex. Mm. But it has a lot to do with attention span and being able to split up and focus on different things at different times. Which I'm going to have to repeat because apparently this man's fucking equipment and his camera cannot focus on me at the same time. Every episode. Every single episode this shit happens. But he got in here. He got back really quickly. Denzel, how you doing, Denzel? Fuck TikTok, You're back. bro. Fuck TikTok, What would you like bro. to say, King? You would probably be the best in bed. You got that 6-5 meat, and then uh, you play a shit ton of games. Fuck Discord. Um, Anyway, let me get my camera back on. Um, Fuck Discord. But anyway. uh, Shit, Kokasu Party. Terrell know about If you know, you know. Don't say Terrell knows about this shit, bro. I don't know. None of this. (laughs) Nothing about... So for context, explain what Koikatsu Party is, Denzo. Since you Koikatsu Party is a party game from Japan, and it's fire. That's all that needs to be said about it. That's all it is. It's a party game. I look just like the fucking meme, bro. You know how I look like that motherfucker <laughs> from Berserk? That's what I look like right now. Don't I? Guts, you, look like, yeah. you look like Ezio from Assassin's Creed. No, I look like that motherfucker from Berserk. That party hood. You know who I'm talking about? Please tell me who I'm talking about. Come yeah, on, Guts, whatever right? his name is. No, not Guts. Not the main character, but that one dude. The, the evil the dude? Villain, yeah, the the, that looks like a fucking eagle or some shit. Like a bird. Oh. Oh, you talking about... I forgot his name, but he a op. Yeah. He did some op shit. Yeah, I know he did. He was right. Yeah. If y'all know hentai, that's Koikatsu Party. And Denzel's talking about, I know what that is. I don't indulge in none of that shit. That's Denzel that'll be here I, with the I, VR headset <laughs> playing that shit and just, you know, getting it popping at his desk. That's not me, though, you know? But if you do that... <laughs> If you do that, more power to you. This that man not, tried that me. Not, that is not me. That he tried to flame. He tried to deflect and try me that at is, the that same is not time. Me. Pinocchio, stop lying. That is not me. Stop lying. That is not me. Yeah, you know he was 12, lying. 11 years old, busting all kinds of nuts. That is not me. Don't, to the greatest of Pokemon hentai. Don't, I'm don't associate my name with that. Denzel? I just said you know of it. I didn't say you played it. I didn't say you, you're a connoisseur of it. I just said you know of it. That's a fact. And so your shirt pissing me off. Rod does you, like, you locked up. You look like you doing. I'm locked. You like you doing twenty five to life. I don't. I only watch amateur and real bitches. Yo, Nate look like one of the bars on the fucking jail cell. I'm on you. Let's get on that hairline then. 
cookie cutter ass hairline is nice and healthy. Serrated. I don't know what you're talking about. Serrated. Why don't you uh take that uh take that uh? I ain't doing that shit. You don't see take the that uh scully off. In, the, off. in episode twenty four, you gonna see the braids. Yeah, you gonna see he the braids. He hood. He's holding a scully. A scully, and that man got clout. He good. He good in the hood. He, he good in the hood. That's what I call that shit. A but scully. anyways, back to what we're talking about. Touch your ass up. Back to what we're talking about. Um, video games make you better in, in bed. That a hey, for y'all I that guess, have, I I could see it being the case. Yeah, for y'all that have a, a thousand hours in the game, y'all need to go out there and and get some women. Nah. I'm gonna be real with you. If you don't know how to use your dick, you're not gonna be good. Or like you don't know how to use your hands. Like if you don't know how to do shit, you're not just gonna be good flat out. Because gotta have some guy. Yeah. You fucking yeah, nah, predator. Try it. Try it. Y'all try it. Y'all have played nothing but video games. Y'all try it. Go ahead. They're gonna be ass yeah, use them fingers. Y'all gonna, gonna be experts. Off rip. Go ahead. Use fingers. Use that. Not look to porn for education because you are going to be terrible. I'm telling you this. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that can get you better is experience and a fucking experience. coach. Experience. That's experience. it. A coach. A coach. A coach. Damn. Damn. That's cool. That's crazy. Let me see video. Let me see how you. Let me see your performance. I ain't never had that. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, you might. You might not have never had it, but well, I mean, they exist. It's like you know they have the sex coach? coaches. Yeah, they're sex coaches. That's crazy. It's like marriage coaches. Like, uh, yeah, let me let me let me see the video. Y'all uh, get y'all a sex see, coach. Let me see how you performing. Yeah, the sexologist. I think some of them are. But let me let me see the performance live, so I can give you some pointers. That sounds like <laughs> a a scam. Yeah, you sound like a. Weirdo. Sound like a way to get free porn, in my my opinion. But hey, continue. You sound like that man that got arrested the other day. That got caught violating his patients in the hospital. That's what you sound like. Who? Oh, I know y'all. I know y'all know about this. This man. Who you, but who you shit? talking to? There was a. I think it's Denzel that I'm talking to because he said some, some uh, wild yeah. shit. He said, uh, like, "I, I want to see the performance and like live action uh, or some shit." Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> this man. It's weird. Like this man was know. fucking arrested, bro, for. uh violating his um his his patient like i think she was giving birth i think she's like getting a c-section done or something i'm not sure mm-hmm. so don't quote me on that so there's two doctors there's like the patient and then there's like a uh like a curtain and then there's the two doctors on the other side that you can see in the video it's a tweet uh and then they're like you know doing what they're supposed to do performing the surgery taking care of the patient and he pulls out his willy and slides it in the, the patient's mouth is Damn. what the yeah. fuck? While she's That's out of pocket, while, nigga, that is out of pocket, out of drawers, that is out of room, that <laughs> shit is out of out of fuck, out of whack. Yeah. So, I was saying that he should be castrated and uh, he should just lose them. Well, he don't deserve that no more. He misused it. He misused his piece. He don't deserve one no more. That's a wild shit. Like, damn. Yeah, bro. Could you imagine if like. You fucking your 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 loved one, like any family member goes and like has to give birth and they give her more drugs than needed to and she's like actually kinda out of it and the doctor takes advantage of her of her mouth, bro. That's that man's insane. getting clapped. That man's getting yeah, clapped. But not by me though. Not by me. Why not? Don't wanna, don't wanna incriminate myself. Fair's coming. He's getting clapped. Fair's coming. Bro, turn on a light, Denzel. Oh, it is getting dark in here, ain't it? Why is it so dark? I got you. This man's in a different time zone. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We're both on the yeah, East Coast. You. Why is it so dark for you? That man might be in Gotham already. <laughs> what time is it for you, bro? It's 6, it's 6 15, right? Yeah, 6 15, bro. What the hell? Yeah. But yeah, nah, bro. I'm beating that man to a pulp. Fuck, I'm Hulk smashing that man. Nah, I ain't yeah. doing it. Somebody else is doing it. 
Nah, he getting his neck broke by me, and I'll go to jail willingly. I'll throw away my life for that. You know, you know, you know. Wayne said the feds listening. Feds always listening. How about fuck y'all, and know that if someone <laughs> mouth rapes my loved one, I'm killing he said, him. He dropped the R word. He goes nothing. Fuck it. Trigger okay. warning. I mean, no, when you in that, on that yard or in them showers, it's just hanging. It's, it's too thing, real, yeah. bro. It's too real. Like if that shit happen, if that shit happened to me, or like if it happened to my cousin, we putting a hit on that man. Like, bro, <laughs> have y'all heard about the um that that one kid was a black kid that went to spend the night with his friends, like the white friends, and they like made him drink piss and like they were bullying him and shit oh, at the no. at the sleepover. Oh hell but no, whole house, bro. Oh my goodness, Don said that he would take their parents. Tied him up in the basement and like piss on them and shit and like be like you taught your kids this, yeah they were calling him like the n word and like filming him and shit they made him drink piss and they bullied him they beat him up they did all kinds of stuff to this kid bro and he thought they were his friends in a sleepover. Couldn't have been me. Everybody. Generation. I would have really did. I would have turned it to the buddy off berserk for real. For I would have violated. I'm not gonna hold you. I'm not gonna say what I would have done because I probably would have saw red. I would have took a, a two week vacation off of work and I'd be like, I'll be back. But if not, here go my keys, and uh, I would have to handle business, bro. I would the have to handle on. business. G-lock. Let, on. Look at let it. Let it be my child. Get the G lock. It's over. We ain't Amen. playing like that. Amen. No Ricos. Bro, another another thing that I saw, um, like, well, it's actually not, it's not related to that at all. But you remember the whole thing with uh, Young Dunn, the sauce guy, and what he said about his daughter? Mm-hmm. When he was like, it's impossible for my daughter to get sexually assaulted. Let's just say that. I'll say that this time. How do you feel about that? Like, do you feel like he was right or he was wrong in what he said? Because obviously it was wild. I don't know if we talked about this. We might have touched on this. But you can't control that unless you're gonna be on her hip every twenty four twenty four seven. But can't you? Though? I feel like you can't. If he has a job, he has to create content. How the fuck is he gonna be with her all the fucking time? I mean, every second of the day, he can't be with her. Well, there's only certain times that it can happen, right? Like it's not just like because it's only what they say is loved ones. It's it's. I think they said it's like a 70% chance or 80% chance for it to happen and be loved ones, like family members, friends, or like acquaintances, like people that you know or hang out with. It's never really just like, I mean, I'm not saying that it doesn't happen, but it's not as likely to happen from a stranger. So what he's saying is that he's going to create this atmosphere. He's going to create this environment in where she can live her life and she doesn't. she's like away from that sort of thing and she's like just protected. That's what he was saying. And he, he thought it how he thought it and said, fuck it, I'm going to shoot this on, on Twitter. Like, I'm going to tweet this. And you think anything was wrong with what he did or how he worded it? Do you think it was insensitive? Like, I don't think it was insensitive. I just think you just he just wanted to tweet some wild ass shit just to get some, you know, some more clicks because he's already kind of back in the spotlight. Maybe. So why not, why not just tweet some random ass shit that, you know, he could probably really believe in it, but it is a wild ass tweet. And yeah. it's probably not really, you know, possible. I think, in all honesty, I think he can control that, bro. If you just, if you make sure 
Well, I mean, to a certain to a certain extent. Like, obviously, when she gets older, she'll make her own decisions. Like, once she gets, like, 16 and up, like, she'll start living her own life. But while she's young, I think you can definitely control that. I mean, just watch what to, happens. He has to the, show me. He has to, he has to prove it. Yeah, you're right. We'll we'll touch back on this in 20 years and see what happens. Podcast 20 years strong. I have a thousand plus episodes. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see. I'm gonna be like, so uh, when we can actually communicate with him, be like, Don, I want you to hop on stream with me real quick. I'm gonna get on stream with him and be like, so uh, how's your daughter? She she doing all right? You know, is the purity still there? And if he says, like, yeah, like, what the fuck you thought? And I'm going to be like, yeah, Terrell, I'm going to call you up and be like, yeah, Terrell, if you're not, you should be there. We should all be in the same fucking room, too. Thanks. Denzel, Terrell, we should all be in the same room. A podcast in the same area is going to have an incredible, it's, it's going to be an incredible, oh, shit, I almost created a word. <laughs> it's going to have, like, an incredible amount of, it's going to be so much energy in that room. If podcast all three of us house? is in that room. Just the guy's house? Shit, or yeah, adjust the guy's office, bro. Like we can, we can all just like slide there and have the podcast. There's gonna be so much energy in that room. If AMP can do it, if who? You know who AMP is? Nah, who are they? Oh my god, you know, you know, YouTube? you know, you know, uh, Duke Dennis, right? Yeah. All right, so he has a house with Kai, Kai Sinat. Yeah. They have a, a. There's like three more of them. They all have a house. A oh, big yeah, ass yeah. house in Atlanta is a big ass house. It's a nice ass house. Yeah, but they can do it. Why can't we yeah. do it? I mean, if we get the bread, then of course we can. We can get a little, start, a little spot in the, in the nice. Start streaming. Start, start streaming. Let's get some streams going. Let's get some some income come on, going. Come on, I will when I'm ready. When I'm ready. Denzel streamed yesterday. Shout out to Denzel. I seen it. I peeped. I seen Reap went live, bro. We went live. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that's yeah, it. cool, but it's just like. I want to stream to people, and I don't have nobody to stream to yet. You won't know so, until you hit click. No, nah, I definitely don't have nobody to stream to, bro. I want double digits in there, so I can actually, so it can be engaging. I don't want to be fucking in there with with nobody, with like four or five people that just like are gonna spy on me or just drop in on me and not fucking talk. Like that's that's boring, bro. That's boring as hell. That's it. For our listeners, if y'all fuck with Twitch streams, Rod Saga, R O D. S A G A on Twitch. Follow him. Follow him. We'll let you know when he goes right. live. Um, I ain't I ain't gonna be the one to. You know I ain't want to be the one to say it, but you look he had that already. No, I didn't, Before bro. Like, there was never had more. There you was had never digits. more than no, I didn't. There was never more than ten people in that bitch at once. And if there was, it's because I was whooping your ass on Ki, and people stopped it. Or no, it wasn't you. It was uh. What's this motherfucker's name? It was Gift. It was Gift that I was playing. I think his name is Tur or some shit. It started with a T. This was funny. But I was in there playing with him, and there was like 14 people in there. But it's like I was focused on beating his ass. Like I wasn't actually trying to stream and be engaging. Like now I want to do that. I want to talk to people. I want to ask them how their day was. I want to make them laugh. But it's hard to do that when you're just fucking imagining the people there and talking to yourself. That's the only reason I don't do it. If I had a, just a consistent, a consistent ten people that are gonna be active, I would literally make the stream so fucking fun. There would be emotes, 
You know what I'm saying? There would be all kinds of effects whenever they would like and chat. Like, there would be all kinds of shit, but I have no drive to do that because I'm just on this game with these weak-ass, nerdy-ass kids that only come in to talk shit, and they're annoying as fuck and trash to begin with. Oh, that shit is not fun. But, um... Making clips is cool. Making clips is cool. Showing off the skill is cool, but it's fun to be engaging. That's what I want to do. Okay, okay, and that is true, but, um, I stream too. And how was that? And I never had more, and I never had more than ten people. Guess what? I still stream. No, shut that shit up. Cause you stopped for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I still stream. I still stream. So I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, you 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 know you you know how to like like you know how to go with that. I mean, I'm pretty sure you can. Like probably like a month tops, you'll have that. Just doing consistently, you do it for a month. I think you'll be. No, 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 watch this. Right, how about so this? How about I'll, I'll this? I'll start streaming and have a dead ass stream. About this. I mean, more. it's gonna be dead the first time. Don't get it twisted. It's definitely gonna exactly. be dead the first stream. So but true. but you gotta get into it though. You gotta get your feet wet. Uh, how about this? How about this? How about this? If you stream twice within a two week span, and not one of them gets ten, then you can just stop. If one I of them gets ten, get ten, you can you can you can rock with it. If they don't get ten, I'll, I'll stop. I'll get off your ass about it. One of them's gonna hit ten. One of them's gonna hit ten. And when you quit, I'll keep streaming. Just stream in your honor. Just direct all your followers to them. Yeah, good to me. I'll be like, I'll be here. I want to start streaming this too. I thought about this. I'm gonna start streaming the episodes like on Tuesday, Wednesday, stream the episode, and then just stream like whatever else. So we could do like a just chatting kind of thing. That'd be that'd be mm-hmm. a vibe. I feel like that'd be cool as fuck. Would y'all would y'all like to see that? Let us know. Honestly, let us know. And check out the fucking socials, man. Check out the TikTok. All right? Because we chopping up TikTok. TikToks are funny as shit. We chopping that up. Y'all inspire us. Show us that you appreciate the shit. Look at the visuals. Check out the YouTube. Check out the Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Ain't really shit on the Instagram right now, but that's because, like, we don't know what y'all want to see. You're going to start putting out stuff, but let us know how you feel about it. You know what I'm saying? And share it to your friends and family. Y'all really think we funny. You know, I know all the time, we, are, we aren't we are always PG-13, so, you know, sometimes you got to be careful. And as as we continue to, to record episodes, it's going to be more uh, young adult friendly. I'm not going to hold you because uh, we're starting to get real comfortable with this shit. But let us know how you feel. Check out the stuff. Check out the social. What, what time are we at? And Terrell, your favorite color is blue. Blue. I said it before Rod did, so Terrell... That's wrong. I that nah, I mean it's one of them. Yeah, blue for sure. I don't know if black is yeah. a color. Is black a color? I like black. No, no, you don't blue count black. Then, then blue is black is too easy. It's because black goes with everything, but it's not a nice color. It's just slimming and it's easy to match with. Black so. is an amazing color, a beautiful color. A black dress though. If we're talking about skin tones, then none of us are black. All right, brown. And I like earthy colors a lot too. I'm not gonna hold you. Like a nice, rich brown, like a milky brown. Those are nice. Those what are what nice time colors. are we at? Where are we at? 26 minutes. Be... 26? Yeah. Okay, we keep, we keep rapping about random shit. Unless y'all want to get into the generational shit. The generational yeah. trauma. Let's talk about the sad shit. Let's go. It's not sad. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> it could be funny. Yeah, it could be. It could be. We could talk about the bad shit, too. Like in our culture, if you want to do that. You're right. Because I mean, it kind of go hand in hand. Let's rap. Let's wrap. So generational curse for those of you who don't know, because there are some people out there who don't know, because I said this shit at work and they were like, what the fuck is that? 
It's a, a habit. I'm going to read the definition. A generational curse is a habit or behavior that has been passed down from one generation to the next. So with these, it could be a bad habit. It could be a good habit. But it's, since it's curses, it's bad most of the time. So like families that are like quick to just go straight to whoopings for everything, that's kind of like a generational curse. And that breeds generational uh, trauma if it's overused or like yelling or like one of them for real is like the whole men have to tuck their emotions and then you get like reprimanded for like crying a lot as a boy and shit like that. That's another one. But yeah, I mean, I've have I have a couple in my shit. Like my family is so quick to get angry and like art like nobody really has like a they're probably gonna come for me now, like Fuck it. You're you're airing our shit. No. But like Fuck nobody can really there. sit nobody can really sit down and have like a conversation without it turning into yelling and i'm kind of like i'm kind of like that too but i'm starting to you know work on it i'm like the the black sheep of the family low-key that might be a red flag me saying that low-key that you're a black sheep yeah like i'm uh you know because you're trying to work on not being toxic yeah there's not no red flag it's a green flag Fuck everyone you. said that shit though <laughs> but w. but um but yeah like i'm trying to like not let um like emotions run high in my family all the time so it's like if there's like a disagreement, it often leads to yelling. And then me and Kalira are kind of like, we're listening. We're like, why the fuck are they yelling? Like, why can't they just talk about it? And I'm glad Cleo's like that. Like, that's why I, if I don't do anything else, if this podcast doesn't succeed and none of that, I want Khalil to be like a better version of me. So I, I feel I'm, he's set up in a better position because he's recognizing a lot of the traumatic shit in our family younger like at a younger age than i did i kind of realized it like early 20s like maybe like 18 to early 20s so Khalil's, you know picking up on it a little a little earlier than me so more props to him but like that's just the the main thing like chick just getting like high energy and it often leads to yelling you know i can really sit down that's probably one of the main ones i mean i got my ass whipped as a kid but you know besides that like Another one is, like, whenever I used to be, like, um, whenever I had, like, an idea as a kid or, like, I'm talking about, like, middle school, high school, whenever I had, like, an idea to do something or, like, I wanted to go a, a path that straight away from where my parents wanted me to go, that shit will often get, like, shut down by at least one of them. One of them would shut it down and talk shit about it and be like, why would you want to do this? Why, why not do this? Or why not? I wasn't, like... I had my ideas and I was like, you know what, fuck it. At one point I was like, bro, like, you know what, fuck this shit. Like, who are they? Anyway? They're my parents. They don't know what, like, now, if I had this mentality now as a kid, I would have been unstoppable. But like, you know, that, that saying that, oh, I know what's best for you from as a parent. It's like, you don't know what's best for me because you're not me. How the fuck are you going to tell me like what's best for me? And you're not, you're not me. Like you're my parent, obviously. Like you knew, but like, you don't know, like my day-to-day thoughts or like my ambitions or like what I, what I think is best for me might be what different from what you think but I, I grew up with that mentality of like oh, I gotta do shit to um make them happy that's why I went to college because I wanted to make them happy but it's like I live for myself fuck living for my parents I live for me because am I gonna go like 60 years down the line and like live my whole life based on my parents and just have super like a bunch of regret towards them because I'm living my life for them, no, I'm gonna live my life for me. Fuck it. If they don't like my decisions, they don't like my decisions. I don't give a fuck. I'm happy at the end of the day. But 
we got to break generational curses, identifying them, realizing like, look, I don't want this for my kid. That's, that's more or less like the, the process of generational curses, just identify them and kind of just don't pass that shit on to, uh, Denzel's funny. Don't pass that down to, uh, <laughs> your kids. That's pretty much what it is. Man, but I think everybody good. has some sort of it. Everyone has some sort of generational because none of our, our families are perfect. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know about a generational curse, but I definitely would say like trauma. Mm -hmm. Um, why do trauma is supposed to be like, like trauma is, is a, a very, uh, that word here is a heavy meaning to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's supposed to be like a deeply disturbing or distressing thing. So I don't know if I would call it trauma, but I, I know like my family or like the family my mom comes from, like they have a, a problem with, uh, like expressing themselves like they, the way they bicker for sure. Like the way they talk to each other like that, that whole like strong black woman bullshit needs to fucking stop. That shit is dumb as hell. I hate that so much. Like, and it's, I mean, it feels like I'm going all over the place with this, like how mm -hmm. I'm talking about it. But what I mean is the women in, in my community were my family, the women in my family, my great family. And then my immediate family, like, this shit is just ridiculous in terms of, like, how the, the black women can be, bro. And I don't know why they have to be so fucking, what's the word? Strong-headed, difficult, boisterous. Mm -hmm. Like, like, the way they talk to each other. Like, they're so, when it comes to arguments, like, I feel like they're, they're, um, I really can't just describe it. And so I can only give examples. Like, I remember my grandma, my grandma was like, she died at a, at a young age for me. I was uh, like 12. I think I was 12 when she passed away, but she was like trying to get me to take a bath. And I was telling her like the fucking bathtub was dirty, bro. I don't want to take a, a, a fucking bath in that dirty ass bathtub. You feel me? I think I was like seven or eight. And my grandma was like, Boy, I don't care if that damn bath water was green. You better get your ass in there and take a bath. <laughs> and looking back on it, it's kind of funny. But at the same time, it's like, damn, we, you can't just help me clean this shit real quick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then my mom was being, like, really difficult with me at one time. And she was like, oh, um, somebody has to leave. And either he leaves or I do. And I was like, why the fuck would it ever get to that point? First of all, in a conversation, just because I don't want to go to this school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, like, I didn't want to, like, have the, the fucking job that you set me up with in the fucking keys. Like, I don't want to be that far away from my friends and family. Like, that's that's stupid. Like, I'm 18. I'm 19. I don't want to fucking live out there. Like, that's that's trash. I don't want to live with a bunch of old-ass, older fucking men in their 20s and 30s. Like, honestly, if I had taken that job, they probably would have set me up for so much other bullshit. I would have just been in the keys, on the strip, with a bunch of hoes and liquor and drugs fucking around me. And, like, no Wi-Fi. I'd have to pay for my own Wi-Fi and like been living with adults. I probably would have grew up, like started drinking and all kinds of stupid shit. Cause she tried to do that shit before and it like it just made things hard for me. But I don't know why my mom and like her mom are like that and like some of not all the women are like that, but I know just like my mom and her mom, like they kinda have that same mentality. My mom's gotten away from it and she's gotten a lot better. I actually was talking to her a few minutes before we started this this recording. And she's gotten a lot better. She's gotten a lot more patient. And low-key, at one time, she was like, um, she asked, like, we were talking about it one day. And she was like, 
kind of curious as to why I don't talk to her more, like, call her or text her. And it's really because, like, what the fuck? We have nothing to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just talked to you two, three days ago. Like, I don't want to talk to you again. Nothing has really happened. I haven't done shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm, yeah. I'm doing well. Like, it is what it is. And she was like, yeah, but, I mean, I feel like you can reach out to me. You can call me sometimes. Because sometimes, like, because she'll always call me whenever I go down there to Homestead to ask me what I want for dinner. Because she'll make dinner for me and ask me how things are and how Brittany is and her family. And she'll be like, damn, like, I, like, I wonder what I did to him. And it's just like, bitch, a lot. Like, you were difficult as hell growing up. Like, you were hard to deal with. Very hard. Like, once I turned 17, I, like, 16, I didn't really want to be around y'all that much because i just wanted to vibe and be like be like in my own space yeah like, like what do you mean like i don't know how you don't see that you're sometimes very difficult to deal with like you let your emotions make your decisions for you and then go back on it really quick and be rational like i damn near thought you were bipolar at one point so i think that's a problem that i had with uh so I'm definitely not going to raise my kids to be like that. Like, you know, if I have a lot of kids, I'm not going to raise them to be like that. But I also don't want no soft-ass kids. So it's just like... Yeah, find that middle ground. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to be like a stern parent. Like, I'm going to be open-minded. I'm going to be understanding. I'm going to talk them through everything. It doesn't matter how old they are. They're, mm-hmm. they're only going to... Kids are fucking sponges. They're only going to soak up what you expose them to. And how you treat them. And they're going to be a product of their environment. So I'm always going to do my best to work hard and show the best version of myself when I'm around them. Like, obviously, I'm going to have my time where shit, like, I get stressed, but I have to do my best not to show them, like, not to lash out or not to lose control because you're not supposed to show your kids that just because, not because it's bad, but because it is, they soak up everything. The good, the bad, positive or negative, they soak it up. So I don't want them to have like addictive personalities like that. I don't want them to be to feel like being loud and screaming when you're upset is okay. I definitely want them to be happy. You know what I'm saying? Like when they're being happy, if they if they want to express it, I'm gonna let them express it because when kids when kids go to school and fucking lash out at school, it's a sign that they can't be themselves or express themselves at home. You know what I mean? Like they go to school and yeah. they're loud and they're joking around all the time, not taking things seriously. It's because at home they feel restricted. So Thanks. I'm definitely going to like allow them to have a lot of freedom. Just they're going to be disciplined kids. And I don't know if I'm going to whoop them. I don't know. I, think I don't it depends know either. On, for me, it depends on the severity. Like if they did some wild shit, then sometimes you just got to, you got to get them, them ass cheeks smacked with some, with some, with a belt. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't know. It depends. Cause if it's something that obviously isn't that big of a deal, then I just be like, like, why'd you do this? Like, where was your mind at? Like, why'd you do this? Mm-hmm. Like, you can't do this because of this reason. And it's not right because of this reason. And you're going to be viewed be- like that. Be- you're going to be viewed as whatever because you decided to make this choice. Like, you have to live with your choices. You know what I'm saying? People aren't the best. Like, you get judged very easily in society. You know what I mean? By first glance, like, appearance, the way you act, the way you carry yourself, like, you're judged. And, like, rumors are a terrible thing. They will destroy you. So it's like, just don't be fucking acting out in school. Like, do what you're supposed to. Come home with relatively good grades. Like, you don't have that many responsibilities as a kid. And I'll give you whatever the fuck you want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Take your ass to school. Get A's and B's. If you have an issue with a class, like an actual issue, tell me. I will talk to the teacher. I will make arrangements for you. You know what I'm saying? 
if you like you know have you a little planner make sure you do your homework like do everything that you're supposed to do and you can have whatever the fuck you want you want to play the game you can play it are them grades good yes you if you want these shoes you can have it you want to go here on a trip you can if you want this new toy if you want this you want that get your grades right and behave well that's and clean your fucking room that's that's literally all you have to do as a kid and if and if it's if it's like that strictly you can have whatever you want. You're doing whatever you're supposed to. I will do everything in my power to make sure you are happy as a kid. Because that's that's all you have to do. And that's why I don't have the motherfuckers yet. Because I'm not ready to do all that. But <laughs> in about five years, I'll be ready. And I'm just going to be better than, you know, how like I was treated. Not that I was treated terribly. But sometimes it was, it was very confusing. Because we didn't even show a lot of affection in the household either. So, like... When people are talking to me and they get really close to me and shit, it's just like awkward because I never had that middle ground. It's either you're at an arm's distance or like you're my girlfriend and we hug and we kiss and then like there's intimacy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was never like when the foreigners come and they talk to me and they get really close to my space. Like I'm <laughs> talking like right, right here. They're like right here to me and they're talking to me. They're giving me eye contact. They're paying attention to me. They're not doing anything with their phone. They're not looking away, talking to me like like this. They're looking me straight in my face. They're respecting me, giving me time to say things. Like, you know what I'm saying? That yeah. is so awkward. I feel like I'm put right on the spot when they do that to me. Because, I, like, I never really had that. Like, never really right. talked to somebody like that one-on-one. And even, like, the I love yous and, and all this extra shit. Like, I'm better at doing it now. I feel like I've gotten out of that box. But before, that was a really hard thing to to say because i feel like that was a very strong word but i feel like it can be thrown around and it doesn't mean that it means any less because we throw away we throw around i hate you i hate you is like like anything so yeah. i just feel like all of that stuff is important the affection the love the nurturing the discipline the communication and the support support is the biggest part guidance and support but that that generational shit like for that it's, it's not happening and judging the kids too like as as grown-ass adults is so weird to me and talking shit to each other's to talking talking shit to each other about other family members is weird as fuck to me too just talk to that person you have an issue talk to that person like direct it at them don't talk yeah. shit about them because then you you have a fucking family gathering and i was like there's like divides in the family it's a family. We can't be divided. We're literally joined by blood, which is the dumbest shit ever. And also, treating your kids different or some kids different and some family members different because they look different is dumbest shit too. Which is like we like I said, we're joined by blood. How are you gonna treat us differently? We have the same last name. We come from the same two people. The the same two fucking sixty year old people we come from them. How are you gonna judge us differently? Doesn't matter if one made these choices or one made these choices like you may not agree with the choices but unfortunately like we're still well not unfortunately but we're still family you know what i mean unfortunately for yeah. you because you're being ignorant but we're still family i have family members that look like they're just caucasian i have family members that are light-skinned like a mix of you and terrell with freckles all over their face Mo moles on their nose lips there's freckles all they're spotted like damn dalmatians but they're my family members from my mom's side i have some that are dark like me and my mom you know what I'm saying? They look like all kinds of ways. I have family members on my mom's side that are like handicapped. Like they're just like, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're, just, they're handicapped or they're, uh, I don't know what the word is, but they're not uh, as bright as most. You know what I mean? I have family yeah. members like that. 
I have uh um transsexuals. You know what I'm saying? Like I have I have family members that are like that too. I have gay family members. They're we're all family though. Like we're family at the end of the day. So Thanks. I just just think that that's really important because that's your first that's your first group of people that support you and stand by you. It's like your family. Mm-hmm. I think being close knit as a family or not close knit, but at least having contact with all of them is very important because that is all of them is who you have first in life until you journey out and meet other people. All right, I'm done. My bad. I didn't mean to, to spit on it like that, but so how do you feel Plus. about it? Oh. <laughs> Yo, why don't you take that and just make it all twisted? It's <laughs> funny. It's like a comedic relief. True. Um, shoot, I'm just not going to do my kids how... Um, like, because I, I like the way my mom raised me, uh, hats off to her, but, um, going, but when my mom passed, I was going to foster home, foster home, my sister, so I pretty much raised myself, so, from that, you know, experiences and stuff, I already know what to do, I got my own ways, I'm not really gonna try to, I'm not gonna go, like, the smack on the side of the head route and all that shit, I'm not going to, I'm gonna try, you know, to, you know, I'm going to try to go the, you know, don't do this, don't do that, and just find, like, creative ways to put them on punishment that isn't, you know, physically abusive, but also gives, tells you don't do that shit again, you know, stuff like that. But that's, that's just, like, my little take on it. But as far as, like, generational, my mom grew up in a pretty bad household with my grandmother. My grandmother was really, like, she had, my grandmother had, eight or nine, I think she had nine kids, nine kids, my mom included, and she, she was, grandma ain't play about shit, had my aunts and uncles cleaning walls and shit, randomly for no reason, and cursing them out, telling them they ain't shit, and all that, but, I mean, she still loved them, but it was just like, it was just rough ass household, so, and yeah. all the kids together, you know, shit gonna break, and people gonna get in trouble, Stuff like that, so yeah, I'm I'm not trying to you know put that on the next gen. I'm trying to change it. You know what I'm saying? Best I can. X. I mean, I had I had some instances because there was a point in my in my life where I wasn't living with my parents. This man Denzel again. We gotta fix that issue. <laughs> there was a point in my in my life where I was living with my my last girlfriend. I was living with her for a little bit, and like. My parents are going through it. So I was just like, all right, like it is what it is. Like you guys are going through your issues amongst each other. So it's like, I'm not in the house anymore. Like I understand you're my parents, but I'm not in the house anymore. I'm living with my girlfriend now. Like I have my own shit to worry about here. But every fucking time they had an issue, my dad would call me and be like, oh, like if I didn't answer, he'll, he'll call back and be like, oh, um, why aren't you answering the phone? It's like, dad, I have a whole, I live with my girlfriend now. I have a whole other life work. I have a dog. Like I have my own life right now. He's like, but yeah, but like, I'm your dad. So you have to answer. It's like, no, the fuck I don't have to answer. I have my own life right now. I'm a grown ass man. I'm living with my girlfriend. Like I have a bunch of other shit going on. I have my own relationship to worry about. Don't involve me in your shit. If you and your, if my mom are going through something, that's between y'all and in this house, in that house, like. 
don't got to I don't want to bring that shit over here because then it's gonna be like, all right, you're gonna tell me about some shit. I'm being a fucked up mood. Now my girlfriend has to deal with me being in a fucked up mood. It's like, no, I don't want that. So like I wouldn't answer his phone calls and then like just keep blowing up my shit, blowing up my shit. So like one day I was just like, bro, like I'm trying to reason with you. I'm trying to be nice and give you these these fucking reasons why I'm not answering. It's like I'll answer later or whatever. And you don't listen. So the only other way I know you will listen is if I sit here and just fucking yell at you. So I had a moment at, at Kids for Locker at Dayland. I was in the stock room. He called me. He kept calling me. I was like, bro, like, I had just got off of I had an argument with my, my girlfriend at the time. And I was like, bro, like, and she was telling me about this. She was like, oh, like, your parents are just, like, they keep bugging you and all this shit. It's like, bro, I know. And, like, we have to go to the house and scoop up Khalil because I don't want Khalil in that environment and all this shit. So I was like, bro, like, it's putting a strain on everything. So I was like, fuck. I just blew up on him. I was just yelling at him. I'm like, bro, because you don't fucking listen. And blah, blah, blah. I was like, bro, like. So now I try to like, whenever I go about something with a girl, like they won't know about it until like, it's like super, like you got, you two will probably know before anything, before like they, my mom knows or anything. Cause like now it's like, I don't want to involve them in that because like they start to get, annoying because they start to throw their opinions out and it's like bro i don't want to fuck it. if you don't like my girlfriend then that's i don't fucking care at this point i don't care at the time i was like with samantha i was like let me let's try to work this out like you know what what is there not to like here like you know we're, we're good we're chilling right and it was just no but now i was like you know what bro this is the girl i like and if my mom doesn't like her I don't, you don't have to. And, you know, you miss out on a bunch of shit. Because if my dad doesn't like her, then whatever. Like, I don't care. But they're not going to know anything about any of my relationship shit until it's like, I can't hide it no more type shit. But, like, now it's like I'm starting to get a little super, like, private with my shit. Because I don't want nothing to really fuck it up. And this dog here, bro. Oh, I thought he was looking his, uh, you know, situation. But he's not. So itchy. Look at him. The faces he be making is funny as fuck. Um, they can smile. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna just I start. I'm starting to keep a lot of my shit like super like private because like I don't want nothing to really fuck it up. And that's probably why I'm like so like lover boy because of the shit I seen between my parents growing up. And it's like, bro, like I I, I understand. I, I understood as a kid. I was like, this is not what you know love is supposed to be based on like the movies and shit and like, i'll see other people like i'll go over to friends houses and see their family i'm like of course as a kid i'm like oh like they're like this all the time but in reality they're probably not but growing up now and seeing like different relationships and how people should communicate and all that i'm like yeah that's probably why my vision of of love is so like you the way it is is because of you know seeing my parents not have the best relationship and that's probably why like I, you know what you know what's crazy because I, I made a, a private instagram account but i'm only gonna follow like under 10 people on it just to you know wrap on some shit so my first post on there there was this brent Fayez. if you listen to the last episode we started with with crew with gold link and, and brent Fayez. but brent Fayez has a song on his new album and he asked the question what is love and i was like damn like I didn't peep it the first time. The second time I heard the song, I was like, what is love? I was like, what is it? And I was like, that shit fucked me up. Cause I was like, bro, like what the, I was like, what is it? 
I don't have an answer for this shit, but yet here I am. I'm a lover boy and I'm looking for it and all this shit. And I was like, I don't even have an answer to this fucking question. So like, and then I was asked, I was talking to Fabrizio, shout out to him. I was talking to him and I'm like, bro, that song fucked me up. And now I was like, fuck, what was I saying? What was I telling him? I was like, am I looking for love for like, like personal reasons just to make myself feel good? Or am I looking for it? to like actually have like a, a great relationship and like and I was like I don't have an answer to this fucking question. Like do I have a right to sit here and call myself this lover boy thing and I just don't know what it is and I just haven't seen it. So it's like So that was that was a little deep dive into, you know, where my head's at right now. But can I ask but you yeah, something? I yeah, go ahead. Since we talked about love and I'm kinda of put you on the spot. Go ahead, King. I'm here for it. You know what it means? Like, what does it mean to you to be in love? It's a great fucking question. It's a great question. Denzel, you have anything for me? An answer? To be in love? Oh, to real, you don't have to be in love uh, with the person. You can be in love with an activity. You can be in love with can. a drug. You can be in love with a drink. <laughs> right? I think what the answer i can come up with now is like when you just care about i'm gonna use it in context of a person but like when you just or you know i'm gonna make it as general as possible so it can apply to a bunch of things when you care about whatever it is so much and like you'll do anything for it and like it's unconditional like you just there's no condition there's no reason why you're doing it you just enjoy doing it or you enjoy being with that person or like like i love the podcast i love having a, a fucking dream and chasing it i love that because like i can do it there's no condition for me doing this i'm just doing it because i like it i'm doing it because like it might help somebody in the long run and that will make me feel like i'm successful because i help somebody in the long run that's the only answer I can come up to for like what love is or being in love with something. It's just like you'll do just you'll just do anything for it, and it's just unconditional. It's the only thing I can think of, without using love to define love. So that's the only answer I can come up with. I respect that. The answer, a great answer. Does that? What do you think? When you do anything, like it don't got to be a person. It's just anything. Well, I mean, you can define it, like, as in terms of, like, what do you think it means to be in love with someone? And then I guess you can talk about what it, what do you think it means to be in love with, like, something else? Like a noun. Being in love with, being in love with someone is like doing anything for them unconditionally. Like, it's unconditional. That's like the biggest, that's like the biggest definition I tie to it. It's unconditional meaning. Anything could happen, and you still, you know, do everything for them that you can't possibly can, and within, you know, reason, as in like stuff that you can do for them, and it's unconditional, or you're not doing it with a purpose, other than that you care for them that much. As far as activities, it's just something that you love doing, you enjoy doing, and you don't. It's it's not really like. Uh, it's not like a activity. I would say it's more like you're just doing it because you like doing it. And it's not like a job. It's not like you're bored. You know, like a lot while doing it. It's just 
this is something you enjoy doing and that's pretty much what I tie tie to when it comes to people unconditional when it comes to activities this is something you enjoy using your free time and free will to do and that's pretty much it now for me at least Rob what's your definition so my boy Don shout out to him asked me the other day in the group chat he was like what does it mean to be in love cause he was watching the ultimatum with his girl shout out to that show and I was like, uh, I don't know. Not many people that experience it. But one of my friends said, if you're in love with someone, you'll know. And I was like, what the fuck kind of answer is that? So I thought about it and I was like, I feel like to me, because I don't think I've ever been in love. I've been in love with like a sport, basketball for sure. It's the time when I was in love. Because I feel like loving something and being in love is different. Yeah, I think for sure. being in love is almost like being drunk on love, being blind, and doing anything for that activity or person at any given moment. And all, I think being in love is almost like infatuation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you're almost obsessed to a point. And that's what being in love is. So, I put to have the utmost respect for an abundance of adoration for your significant other. Meaning that, like, obviously, like, they inspire you. You admire them. You, like, enjoy watching them do what they do. Like, whether it be, like, whatever hobbies, activities. Like, you look at them, you smile. You know? It's just, like, you, you feel blessed to be in a relationship with them or to have them in your life. And then I put that person's your favorite and the rest of your life and its endeavors includes them, whether it be like a plan or vision. And that's really basic. That's really like general, but like every decision that you make has them included. Whether mm-hmm. it be if you're going to go to school, let me get some water real quick because I got air bubbles. One second. That was rapping. <laughs> yeah, bro, I do not have that uh that talent, that Buster Rhymes or that Logic talent where I could just rap and rap and rap and <laughs> don't run out of breath. Definitely, I do get the air pockets in my shit, and I feel like I need to burp <laughs> and all kinds of shit. But uh, so yeah, like any decision that you make, whether it be to go to a different school, make a purchase, like whether it be to meet someone new, um, to go do an activity, like you you have them in mind. Like, the time that you're going to spend with them afterwards or before. Or, like, the money that you're going to have to do, to take them on a date. Or, like, to do an activity with them. To travel with them. Uh, setting yourself up with success so that you can live comfortably with that person. Like, I feel like that's what love is. Being in love. And loving something wholeheartedly. I think that's what it is. And I also think you can love someone and not be with them. I think that is oh, yeah. something sure. that definitely can happen. But like, Shout out to my exes. I don't think I've ever been in like I can't say I've been in love though. Like I I shout out to my I loved like I've loved them, yeah, but like I don't know, like that's kinda because of like you said, like your friend said, if you when you're you'll know when you're in love. And like I feel like if I was ever in love, the relationship would have lasted till now. Or like I would have did everything I could to save it, but I don't think I was ever in love. 
don't think I can say that. Mm. I've had love. Have you ever had love at first sight? I've had that happen one time. Actually, no. Because I mean, if you see somebody and you find them really attractive, then I guess that's love at first sight. Uh, bro, like this shit. I've had this happen one time. I was in middle school, and I had a friend, and I was at the mall with my parents. I was at the mall with my parents, and she was at the mall, but she had her friend with her. And like I seen her friend, and I swear to God, like I lost all the air out of my shit. I was just like, I was like, I was like, bro, this girl is beautiful. Like this girl, like I, I was like, bro, I love her. I love her. And I never, I didn't, I had her number and everything, but I was just like, it was more like a one and done thing. And I've never had that happen before. Like, even with that ten that walked into uh Crocs, I said, I said where I work. Fuck, I work at Crocs. Yeah. But the one time that she worked, that, that 10 walked in, and I was like, bro, like, I didn't even have that feeling then. I had it that one time, and that's I never had it since. And I was like, bro, I just exposed myself, but fuck it. You know what? We there. There's I'm at Crocs. Those, fuck bro. it. Fuck it. doesn't matter. There is. But, um, but, uh, I, have I felt like that before? Because I've definitely seen someone who was just, like, in complete awe, if that's what that feeling is. And just, like, Wow. Like this girl. Looks that's my what. That might what it have been, but like I attribute it to being love at first sight. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think that's what they call it, like love at first sight, because it's like, oh shit, you actually scared the fuck out of me. I don't know if I jumped. Did I jump on camera? No, I don't think so. Okay, so I'm really good about that. Cause there's been times. <laughs> this this almost. I gotta I gotta hold another thing to talk about now. She walked in and brought like a pizza bite or some shit, but like when I looked at her, like I literally my fight or flight response is triggered bro so i did like this little <laughs> tremble and i was like do i attack or do i <laughs> anyway so i definitely think i felt that i think yeah at least three times before i think i felt that because i'll see some That's motherfuckers and just be like god damn like what the fuck and just be an amazing feeling that's yeah. an amazing feeling the body is crazy <laughs> so you felt that before Mm, like that yeah middle school it's always middle school bro yeah something about the hormones kicking in you know they start beating your ass <laughs> but uh it hasn't really happened since it hasn't really happened since it's just one of those one and dones yeah it was a one and done for me too and it's, it was a great feeling though I was like oh my god like I've never seen like I never seen a girl like her, and I was like, "Bro, like, this is crazy," and I've never felt this since. I mean, beat your ass because it's like you can't do shit about it because you'll be Facts. weird if you do. Heart so yeah, I have had it like, happen. yeah, I have had it happen. Oh man, but do y'all ever like feel yourself just jump out of your body? Like, has that ever? Have you ever experienced that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Out of body experience. No, not like you see yourself from third person. No, not like that. You got not the that. shit scared out of you. Yeah, like like you just get scared the fuck out of, and it's like you freeze, like you sneezed, like you freeze, like for a second. Yeah, like you stop moving, like you should like yeah, try like, to gauge what just a, happened, and, and just like somebody just tased me, just shocked my ass with a thousand volts. I had that I had happen with Kobu. Like, I had that happen with Kobu once. I was like, it was the middle of the night, and I was like half asleep, and I went to the kitchen or some shit. And, like, I look away. I'm, like, in the fridge. And, like, I just feel something rub against me. I look. I'm, like, 
I'm like, this motherfucker here, I thought you were a demon, boy. Yo, I thought you was a goat. And as it happened a handful of times, I just don't hear Kobu like follow me out the room. And I'm just like, what is this shit crawling up towards me, bro? And it's him. I'm like, bro, <laughs> yo ass in your bed, bro. I turned to a hot dog. <laughs> Karate Stop chop. Bring your ankle higher shit in the hair. Stop there. Stop his ass. Oh nah, my god, bro! My experience was crazy. I was walking home, I got off the bus, which wasn't a far walk at all. And um, I was doing some shit. I was looking at the fucking grass, bro. I was looking at the grass as I was walking. When I looked up, I probably was like this far, this far away from the side of the road. I was getting ready to cross, and a car had zoomed past me. So I looked up. And the car, like, literally flew past me. And it was probably, like, the distance from my face to, like, the camera. And I was like, and this is in a residential. I think they had to be going, like, they weren't going that fast. But it's just that it, it shocked me because I didn't hear the car at all. <laughs> so when I took that left step, I literally froze. And it, had, it felt like my lungs were shocked. Like, I went like that. Because I took that step, <laughs> and the car went past, and I literally just went... And I just couldn't believe what the fuck just happened. Because I almost got my ass just pulverized by this car. And Thanks. they didn't honk or do nothing. So it's like maybe they thought that I saw them. But damn, that scared that's, the fuck out of me. I've never that's been crazy, like, bro. I've never been like, boo, scared like before. Like, mm -hmm. some, like I have like some shit happening and I'm just like shook. Matter of fact, yesterday morning when I was editing the TikToks, the room was still dark because, like, the sun wasn't really up yet. And, uh, like, I think it was, like, 7 in the morning. And Freddie was, like, laying down next to me. And I felt like something, like, something come to my left. Like, it felt like something, someone had ran in here. Like, it, that's what it mm -hmm. felt like. Someone ran in the room. And I just, like, was shook. Like, I was like, what the fuck? And I looked to the left. And I was just, like, confused as shit. Because I knew I had the door open. I was the only one here. And it was just me and Freddie. So I was like, what the fuck could that possibly have been? Was it Lint, maybe? Like, I saw Lint, like, just fly across. It was just really close to my shit. For some reason, I picked up on it. Because it looked like a white figure just ran past me. And I just turned on the light. And I was like, cool. And I turned that shit on so I could see everything. And I was like, all right, whatever. And I went back to editing. But that shit was weird, too. And so you ever had any experiences like that? Yeah. Um, like, with a car? Like, um, it's just part of my work where I got across a bridge into those sidewalk. People be flying through that bridge. So I stay, like, as close to the railing as I possibly can. And like you said, when you feel like, when a car run past your shit, you freeze up. It's like you're preparing to die or something. But it's like, it doesn't happen. So you're just like, okay, you're not dead. So you can keep moving. But I know that. It happened the same way with the car. And then it happened when I seen... A big ass dog, a big ass dog just roaming, roaming in the grass on somebody's yard. And I ain't seen no owner. Nobody say stop. I froze up so quick. And I just turned around. And uh, I walked to the side, out of sight. I walked behind a car because I was not trying to get seen. It didn't see me. And the owner was like, come back. Come back, uh, such and such, whatever his name was. Come back, such and such. I froze the fuck up. Cause I was like, that, like, first thing I thought, like, this mother jump, motherfucker jump on me. 
It's over with. <laughs> I ain't, I he's too big, bro. Look like a four hundred pound dog. It was big as shit. I don't know what type of breed it was. It was a big ass dog. It looked like a fucking horse. Big ass dog. It's big shit. Hell no. Nah. It could be a, a mastiff. I was I was like I got stiff. I I stopped, and then I turned around. Like I had to catch myself. I was like, yep, time to turn around. And then I turned around and went <laughs> by that car. Like, is a nigga gonna call him or for real? <laughs> Cause I don't see no lease, so this man started coming after me. Ain't nothing stopping him. So like, I'm just like, it could be right, a bunch cool. of dogs. Cause all of them are the mastiff, a great dane, a, a yeah. great king corso. It could be all of those fucking, those fucking dogs, those big ass, 300, 200 pound dogs. I'm not gonna lie, if it's not one of those, then I'm ready for death. Like I'm, I'm ready to fight to the death. I felt like I always felt like I could win because my dad showed me this this clip, and this is when I thought about this really hard. He showed me a fucking video of somebody letting a, a pit bull into the fucking barbershop and that she was running loose, biting people in the barbershop, bro. That's crazy. Just biting ass. People was like swinging the clippers at him. They was just biting him and shit, trying to get him out of the store. Like the pit bull was running around like like people, like biting people. People were leaving. That shit was crazy. Motherfuckers had to jump out of the chair. They was like using the shit, like the shit that you cover them with in the chair, like throw it at him. <laughs> My dad was like, you just got to choke the dog out. Like you gotta choke his ass all the way out until like he passes out or something. That's the only way. Like somebody gonna have to take. Bro, that someone else. just went to a barbershop and let it loose. I don't know because it was like security footage. It was like the inside of the barbershop and the outside, mm-hmm. and it's like somebody opened the door and you see the dog run in from the inside of the barbershop. Like, that's what the video was. And I was like, who the fuck would do that shit? That's so crazy. But like, if that shit happened to me, like with um that lady, like that dog attack, bro. I'm putting that dog in a sleeper and I'm not letting go. Like he could have my hand. Fuck it. You can have the hand. You can have the forearm. You can have that shit. But if I get if I get your your mouth, if the bottom of your snout is right here, and I hit you with one of these numbers right here, and I want his body just riding his shit, I'm gonna be the best fucking bull rider ever. Pause. No, because I'm talking about a dog. No fucking pause. I will kill that damn dog. Cause like at the animal clinic, when I used to work in the animal clinic, I had to do that too. Like the way you hold dogs is like, you you hold them like this. It's kind of weird to, to show. Fuck it, I'm going to stand up. So you hold them like this, and you put the dog's head in between the bend of your arm. And you go like that. Mm-hmm. So like, say if I was like holding Kovu, his head would be here. And usually you could just hold them like that, and you hold their body and kind of like cuff their legs so that they can't use their legs to get away. Mm-hmm. but Or like scratch you or anything. But once they start resisting, you're supposed to put a little pressure on them, and you put your hand right here. And hold them so that, like, they know they're secure, they can't move anywhere, and then they'll, resi- they'll like, stop. But they try to resist, right. then you clench like that, almost like you got them in a the half Nelson, you clench, and you just hold their body like that. So, we was trying to give this dog a shot in the kennel, and the dog was like, I don't know, he must have thought I was pussy or something. It was like a 70-, 80-pound dog, and I was like, all right, bet. <laughs> so, it's just that dog in there, and, like, we're trying to hold him, like, we're trying to clip his nails and then give him a shot. And he was like, he was fighting me, bro. Like, I could feel him tensing up. I was like, bro, don't do it. I was petting his side. I was like, bro, don't do it. Please don't do it. Then he started trying to run, like, like use his legs. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I got me one. I got me one. I hit right here. I sat down on his ass. I was holding him. He was, like, running into the kennel. And I was just wrestling his ass. He ran into that shit. And I was like, relax. Like, relax. And he started whimpering. And he stopped moving. I was just, like, holding his shit. He was bleeding because of the fucking... The uh the needle had like punctured him or whatever, 
because he was moving. I don't know what he was doing. But, like, I was holding him, and I was like, yeah, I got me one for sure. I got me one. And I was like, if this dog get loose, he probably going to bite the shit out of me. That's another thing, too. So, if he gets loose, now I have this loose-ass dog in the clinic that's aggressive. Like, you you don't do that. So, I was in the back just wrestling this motherfucker, and I felt like a champion afterwards. Because then, we, I, like, I just pushed him into the cage after we gave him the uh, little vaccine or whatever. But that shit was crazy, bro. And they were like, look at you. They were like, good shit, because I had just started. They're like, good job. Like you did that like a like a pro. Like nice, nice job. And I was like, yeah, bro. I really do this. But the smaller dogs, it was always harder because you couldn't really grip them like that. Yeah. So like you have to kind of hold them like like that. And then sometimes like they move around, like especially the Chihuahuas, like they be moving around and shit. But they say they be careful because if you squeeze them too much, like sometimes their eyes can pop out of the sockets. Like they can kind of like bulge out. Yeah. <clears throat> that was a that was a tough job. It's kind of stressful. It's like working at a hospital, but just, like, for animals. So it's like the animals don't know what the fuck you're doing. You can't talk them to them and calm them. Well, you can talk to them and calm them down, but they don't know what the fuck you're saying. Like, if you're a stranger, they're just like, what the fuck is this strange place? What are these strange smells? I want out of here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, it was, it, was a, it was a lesson, a life lesson for sure, like, working at that place. Because I got the experience, like, dealing with so many different people and then just, like, animals and stuff, and I learned how animals think and stuff like that. But if I had to fight a dog on the street, if I don't have a weapon, I mean, I'm probably going to lose. I'm probably going to get my shit beat the fuck up, but or bit the fuck up, should I say. But if I got a stick or something, like I'm on a, a hike through the woods, if I got a stick, I'm going toe-to-toe with that dog. For real. <laughs> what, what time are we at? It's time to wrap it, my boy. That's what time it is. We're at an hour? We're in 13 minutes. We've we oh, been yeah, in an hour since before I started talking about this. So, yeah. hey, man. If you're listening to this episode, I'm not currently here. I'm turning the fuck up in Tampa. I'm probably, I probably got a neck brace on right now because I just, I really was just <laughs> vibing way too hard. And I got scars on my shins and shit from kicking people and just throwing punches and elbows. But, yeah, I'm out having the time of my life. This is going to be my first concert. It's Kendrick concert. So, Hopefully this shit goes well. Nobody decides to do no dumb shit and be on the trend and uh, light yeah. the place up. Facts. Anyway. And we, we actually get a week off, though. We get a week off. You guys don't. You guys still get an episode. But we actually get a week off because we don't have to record next week. So we're chilling. Yeah. Feel me? That's we good. Cool. We get the rest. Well-deserved rest. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. This will, this will 23 nice. weeks. This is the Jordan episode. Fuck it. 23. 23. Dang. 24 We got next. two more Two more episodes until the end of season one. Too I hope y'all ready. Kobe. I hope y'all ready. Yeah, this uh, season know. two is going to be crazy. The, the, we don't know where uh, Devin's at. We have no clue where he's at. And Rod's face every time I break up Devin. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> change. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, anyway. Hey, man. Devin said he's going to be on y'all. It's hey, your boy, Rod. <laughs> your boy, Denzel. And Terrell. And we out. Adios. Peace. We out here.